Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Okay, so today we're talking about how to make coconut kefir. And this question comes from, I'm going old school today with paper. This question comes from Barbara R. She says, you mentioned in your book that someone can make coconut water kefir with milk kefir grains. Can you elaborate some more on it, please? What are the quantities of ingredients? How many batches can I make with one set of milk kefir grains, etc.? <laughs> yes, Stacy, paper. All that I should know about it, Barbara's asking. I know that starter powder is more suited for that, but I do have an abundance of milk kefir grains and using them for coconut water kefir seems like a good use of them, I think. <laughs> Would coconut water kefir made with milk kefir grains, that's a tongue twister, be as full of beneficial bacteria as a coconut water kefir made with the starter powder? Which version is healthier? So there's a whole bunch of questions wrapped up in there. So Barbara mentions my book. I have the Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I also have a lacto-fermentation e-book that we sell through traditionalcookingschool.com. Also have lacto-fermentation e-course that's part of our membership. And in those documents, materials, I do mention that you can take your dairy kefir grains and you can combine it with coconut milk to make a uh, coconut milk kefir. Now, Barbara, you're saying coconut water kefir here. So you're mentioning a different type of coconut ferment. And so I want to just start out answering your questions just by clarifying and talking about the different ways that you can ferment coconut products into a uh, drink like you're talking about, into a kefir like you're talking about, okay? Because we not only have coconut milk and coconut water. We also have what kind of starter culture do you start with? And we're talking about kefir, right? Well, there's water kefir grains that are meant to ferment sugar water. There are dairy kefir grains that are meant to ferment dairy. And you can use either of them on a coconut product to create a coconut kefir. But is it water kefir grains? Is it dairy kefir grains? Is it coconut water? Is it coconut milk? And by Putting those together, you actually come up with three different ferments, at least three that I know of. You have a fermented coconut water, which actually doesn't use kefir grains at all. It uses a different um, starter culture. You can have a coconut water kefir that's kind of like a alternative to soda. And you can have a coconut milk kefir that turns into like a drinkable yogurt, but it's not dairy-based. It's coconut milk-based. So... I'm going to cover all three of those because I'm not actually sure which you mean. Thank you, everyone, for the hearts. Uh, I really appreciate it. And remember, if you want to share what we're talking about, you can click the Perry guy or you can swipe right, you can swipe down, depending on your device, and share this on Twitter or Facebook. I just love having you all here. 
Okay, so I think we need to start really first by discussing the difference between coconut water and coconut milk, because there is a difference and you may not know it. So basically coconut water, and I have a picture for you here, coconut water is the water that comes out of fresh green, fresh green young coconuts. So if you open that up, the water that comes out is considered coconut water, okay? Coconut milk is different. Coconut milk is where you take two of the fluids that are in a coconut, not necessarily young, I don't think, but don't quote me on that. So you have two fluids. You have the coconut cream, which is the, um, the, um, the meat of the coconut. The, we often, our, our um, encounters with it are like shredded coconut. But before it becomes shredded coconut, it's that white um, layer on the inside of the shell, you know, that you break apart in chunks if you've ever seen it on movies in tropical places. Anyway, that is the coconut meat, and it still has fat in it. And if that is pureed, that's called the coconut cream. So coconut milk is a combination of the, the meat of the coconut that's pureed with the water pureed together, and that's coconut milk. And you can kefir either the water alone, or you can kefir the milk, which is the combination of the cream and the water. Everybody on the same page? How about if you guys... um type a one in your comment or okay. Let me know if you're on the same page with me. Are you tracking? And thank you for the hearts and for all the sharing. And I saw Megan was here. Hi, Megan. Megan is at Eat Beautiful. Definitely follow her. I hear that she will be starting to scope soon. So everybody's okay. Okay, great. Oh, I just love seeing you all here. Thank you. Yeah, I shouldn't have given you okay and one, but... <laughs> Should have, I should have kept it simple. All right. So you have three types of ferments for coconut, and you can use either coconut water or coconut milk. I do want to talk about a couple things when you're sourcing your coconut water or your coconut milk, uh, because you want to start with high-quality ingredients, right? I mean, we're all about getting the most nutrition, and that started starts with, yes, kefir. <laughs> Stacy says, her country twang says kefir. Okay, so... Kefir, I say kefir, it can be kefir, it can be kefir. And Sev, you're right, cutting coconuts is not an easy task. Well, if you're sourcing coconut milk or co coconut water, I mean, of course you could start fresh. A lot of us don't do that. I mean, we don't have palm trees <laughs> in our yards. All right, so um, uh, if you're looking for coconut milk to ferment into coconut milk kefir, um, you want to look for a full-fat organic coconut milk. Don't buy the low-fat coconut milk. Check the ingredients. You want it just to contain basically coconut cream and coconut water, like what milk is. So it basically is just what it is, right? And organic, I mentioned that. Now, some of them might have a bit of guar gum added, and guar gum is just keep it from separating because it naturally separates. And so it's just a tiny, tiny amount. So if it's allowable on your diet, you might like that slide. If you feel like you don't want to use guar gum, look for one that doesn't have guar gum. Um, in terms of coconut water, coconut water, well, actually with both of them, quality is a real issue. So you do have to be choosy when you buy it. So w if you're sourcing coconut water, it's really important to use, use or get fresh coconut water. Thank you for the hearts, everyone. And thank you for continuing to share. So one way to tell whether your coconut water that you source is fresh or not, one indicator, it's not uh, end-all, be-all, is whether or not you find it in the store in the refrigerator section. <laughs> so if it's in a 
Tetra Pak or, you know, on the shelf, it's likely pasteurized and old. And coconut water declines fast in nutritional value, I mean, within a matter of days. And they also pasteurize it. So, you know, the best is going to be very fresh, raw, refrigerated coconut water. Um, we have an article at Traditional Cooking School. Um, it's tradcookschool.com slash ferment coconut water, where um, Nicole was the writer here. She said, in short, if it comes in a can, if it comes in a Tetra Pak, or if it comes on the shelf and not refrigerated, there's a 99% chance that it's pasteurized, dead, and not worth the money. <laughs> Basically, she, she did the research, and her recommendation for two sources or brands that are raw and preserved properly, they are more pricey, are exotic superfoods and harmless harvest. All right, so I just wanted to make sure, you know, we, we give a nod to the issue of um, sourcing proper ingredients. Now let's talk about the cultures, all right? So I mentioned that article, tradcookschool.com slash... Uh, ferment coconut water, and that talks more about, the, you know, why coconut water is such a great superfood and how to ferment it. And the recipe included there is one of the first ones I'm going to share with you today, where you don't actually use kefir grains, you just add a, a starter culture that you'd use to ferment vegetables. Like, it could even be a biocult probiotic capsule that you empty into a jar of coconut water. Or you could use a Caldwell's Body Ecology or Homesteader Supply has a veggie starter culture. Any of those that you'd use to start your sauerkraut, you could add to coconut water to ferment it, and that makes a fermented coconut water. Um, the other two cultures that you can use are, got a picture here. Now, unfortunately, this is not a great quality picture. It's been cropped, but these are water kefir grains. This is a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast that typically makes a soda-like alternative. You put it in sugar water. And it consumes the sugar and creates a bubbly, like natural soda that's good for you, that's probiotic. It's a wonderful thing. You can also choose um, dairy kefir grains. And again, this is a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. It's a grain, but you know it looks kind of like cauliflower and it's kind of rubbery. And this is typically, um, you put this with milk to create dairy kefir or milk kefir. These are dairy kefir grains. Yes, if you missed uh, the beginning, sorry about that. The replay will be up at uh, catch, K-A-T-C-H dot M-E slash tradcookschool, or it'll still be on Periscope for 24 hours. You can go to askwardy.tv uh, within 24 hours, basically on Thursday, for a, re uh, um, for a replay that I put there with a blog post. Okay, so everyone's on the same page with dairy kefir grains and water kefir grains, right? Whoops, went the wrong way. Water kefir grains, dairy kefir grains. Good, everybody good? Thank you for the hearts. I really appreciate it. So now let's talk about how to make it actually, because we've gone over um, the three different ways you can do fermented coconut. We've also uh, discussed the cultures and we've also discussed the quality of the ingredients. And so now it's talk, time to talk about how to make it. The first thing that I want to, the first recipe that I want to talk about is one I've already kind of described. It's at the blog post tradcookschool.com slash ferment coconut water, where you have a quart of coconut water, preferably high quality, and you introduce a starter culture. Um, so a biocult capsule, a veggie starter culture like the one at Homesteader Supply, and you give it about three days at room temperature with a lid on, 
And the, um, the organisms in that culture will consume the sugar in coconut water. It's naturally sweet, and they will proliferate, multiply, so it becomes a probiotic-rich beverage. They'll also produce acids and carbonation, and they'll reduce the sweetness. So that's just a basic fermented coconut water. And I know, Barbara, you're talking about kefir in particular. So my next two ways to ferment coconut are going to be... Um, uh, focusing on using kefir, either water kefir or dairy kefir grains, okay? So next um, is a coconut water kefir. And got to go the right way here on my... You know, before I go into that, um, Stacy's asking, are the benefits of kefir the same as kombucha? Well, it's a different culture, so you get different acids and different organisms, but in general, they're both probiotic and very beneficial. So... I think everyone should be having probiotics every day. So if it's kombucha or it's a kefir or a fermented coconut, um, if you're drinking a probiotic beverage, uh, it's just really good for you. And you might just want to pay attention to how your body does. And then also when we ferment, we reduce the sweetness of a beverage. So, you know, pay attention to how well your body does to the level of sugar that's left in the, in the uh, beverage. But, you know, they're great. All of them are great. So I just described fermented coconut water. If you make that or have tried that, will you type uh, one in the comments and let me know? And if you could include your name, that would be great. Megan has tried it. Great. Anybody else? Thank you for the hearts, everyone. Yes, Megan. <laughs> Okay, so I guess it's just Megan. So, oh, Becky has tried it. Great, Becky. So maybe we're light on people who've tried it. We have tried it. It's delicious. We really, really like it. So give it a try, and it's very easy. Um, I Love Motherhood has made ginger beer. Ooh, yum. Good for you. We've done that too. Okay, so we're going to move on to the second way to ferment uh, coconut, and that's coconut water kefir. Now, I have a picture here of water kefir on its second ferment. Okay, I added strawberries to make a strawberry water kefir. Remember I talked to you about how water kefir is where you introduce those, those brownish grains into sugar water and the grains consume the sugar and you're left with this wonderful bubbly soda alternative that's not as sweet? Well, that's water kefir and that's the clear liquid you see here. And that has finished and I'm doing, in the picture showing starting the second round of fermentation where you introduce a flavor like strawberry. So this isn't, I'm showing you an example here of water kefir, normal water kefir, but the liquid here um, that's slightly golden is the water kefir done with its first fermentation. The grains were put in sugar water. Well, the only difference between this and a coconut water kefir is instead of water with sugar, you're actually using coconut water. And coconut water is naturally sweet, as I said, so you can add additional sugar or you can use the water kefir grains just with the coconut water as it is. So here are some simple instructions for that. Basically, you're gonna take your sweet coconut water and um, we'll just do it based on a quart, okay? So you got your fresh coconut water, preferably unpasteurized and very fresh. Um, and you do a quart of that, so a quart-sized jar works great. Thank you for the love, everybody. By the way, while I'm describing this, if you want to put a one and your name in the comments to let me know if you have made this. Um, you need a quarter cup of water kefir grains, 
and then you can add a quarter cup of sugar if you'd like into the coconut water. But basically, you're gonna combine the grains and the coconut water in a quart-sized jar, add the sugar if you want, and stir it so it can start dissolving in. And then you put a lid on. Brooke has done it, fantastic. You put a lid on and you let it ferment at room temperature for one day if you didn't add sugar, and two days if you did add sugar. So one day if you didn't add sugar, and two days if you did add sugar. And your jar has a lid or can have a cloth with a rubber band securing it. Um, after you know the one or two day ferment, you strain out the grains and they can be used to do another batch. And then the finished liquid you put in the fridge or you put in bottles or you start a second ferment with flavorings. But that is how you make coconut water kefir. So Barbara, you're asking how do you do that? That is the exact recipe that you do. Does anyone have any questions? Does that make sense? Does it sound like something you'd like to try? By the way, if you are looking for these kind of grains, you can't spontaneously grow kefir grains. They either exist or they don't. <laughs> Barbara mentioned a powder, and I'm gonna address that at the end. It's different than the grains. Um, and if you're looking for those, my favorite source is culturesforhealth.com. You might also have a friend or Craigslist or a local Weston A. Price chapter where people are willing to share. Sev says she has the grains and has yet to start. Well, that will be fun for you to start. Thank you for the hearts, everyone. So everybody good so far on the two, um, two types of coconut ferment we've talked about? Um, no, actually, this one is not. These are just my notes that I am sharing here for the first time. <laughs> I don't have this recipe written up. Uh, so it's a quarter cup water kefir grains, a quart of coconut water, and an additional quarter cup of sugar if you want. So our third type of uh, fermented coconut drink. This was the water kefir, and it's like a soda, right? Let me go see if I'm going the right way. This is coconut milk kefir. This makes like a yogurt or dairy kefir alternative. So it's spoonable, it's thick. And in fact, in my experience, coconut milk kefir is thicker than dairy milk kefir. Um, and for that reason, it is so luscious and creamy and has such a wonderful texture. It also tends to be less sour. So even if you don't have a dairy allergy, if you don't care for the tartness of dairy kefir, you might prefer to make it with coconut milk just for that reason. Oh, I just love it. And in this picture, um, I've sprinkled a little bit of cinnamon on top. It makes great like yogurt bowls or with cereal or granola. I mean, if you have a grain-free granola that you're doing, um, this coconut milk kefir is fantastic. Um, Megan, uh, Franny will love it. Megan just posted that she has to make it for her daughter. Vicki, yes, give it a try. All right, so let's talk about the, the method for this. Now, this recipe is, um, if you are a member of Traditional Cooking School, you will find it in the Allergy-Free Cooking e-course in the dairy-free, one of the dairy-free lessons. Um, or if you have our Allergy-Free Cooking e-book, if, if you purchase that separately, you'll find it in there. Basically, the formula on making, uh, using milk kefir grains with coconut milk is virtually the same with dairy or coconut milk. <laughs> Car Carmenica sounds complicated. It's not. It just, you know, when you're explaining it, you spend a lot more time explaining it than you ever do doing it. Uh, it's important to get your head around it. And, you know, a lot of the things that I teach at traditional cooking school, we do videos um, to show you. And that just 
makes it seem so easy. I mean, if you see me or one of the other teachers doing it, you just go, oh, that's easy. I could do that. <laughs> Stacy, anything new seems that way, but then it becomes second nature. Exactly. It's really, it's not even the first time you're doing it. It's like even just just going through the steps in your head and grasping what you have to do. When, if you can get past that, if you can see yourself doing it, you're off to the races. And Vicki is agreeing. Yes, true. And here's the other thing with me. Don't think, or me or anybody, don't think anybody, you know, gets these things right on the first time. First of all, we're dealing with active cultures, right? The water kefir grains, the dairy kefir grains, they are these living cultures and they depending on what you put them in and the room temperature and other ferments, you know, they take time to adjust. They don't always turn out right. And then, of course, there's user errors or user experience having to get going. Rustique. I want to do these recipes and kombucha, but I'm so intimidated. Well, don't be intimidated. I'm here to help. And as I said, at Traditional Cooking School, in our membership, we have hundreds of video tutorials showing these things. So that's you really are the reason that we uh, do this is to help you get that confidence. If you can see me or the other teachers doing it, it just breaks through like all these overwhelm and you see yourself doing it. Amy is saying, me too. Well, I, I'm here for you both. And if I can help you, you let me know. So back to making the coconut milk kefir. You need a tablespoon of the dairy kefir grains. These are the dairy kefir grains per quart of coconut milk. And you combine them in a quart quart size jar. Thank you so much, Stacy. Stacy said it's helpful. Traditional cooking school is helpful. I appreciate that. So you combine your grains and um, the coconut milk in a quart size jar and you cover. You can cover with a cloth and rubber band or a lid and you let it ferment. And really, kefir takes about a day depending on the room temperature. In the summer, it could be 18 hours. Um, if it's winter, it could be 24 to, you know, maybe more than 24, maybe up to two days or maybe 36, a day and a half. Basically, you're going until it's thickened and it smells slightly fresh and sour. Um, and as I said, the coconut milk kefir is less sour than the, the dairy kefir. Um, now, there is a downside, okay? Once it ferments, you take your kefir grains out and you can do a new batch of coconut milk kefir or dairy kefir. Megan, the ratio of grains to milk, one tablespoon of grains to a quart of milk, whatever kind. So you scoop your grains out, and they're, they're going to start something new. And that finished kefir, you cover tightly. I would use a you know, metal band and lid or one of those BPA-free plastic lids on your quart jar. You put in the fridge, and you chill it. Chilling is important. It makes it um, set up really well. It also, I, well, for me... It just makes it more fresh and enjoyable to have it cold. But it doesn't, it's not ruined if, you know, you don't. It's just that setup time and that freshness. It's just like, you know, yogurt. Don't you want to eat cold yogurt, not room temperature yogurt? But, you know, that's a preference thing. So you chill that. Now here's the downside. Those dairy kefir grains will, um, they will ferment the coconut milk kefir to thicken it and ferment it, but the dairy kefir grains actually are not fed by what's in the coconut milk. Every culture needs a food source. So whether it's a kombucha, whether it's the water kefir grains, the dairy kefir grains, whatever they're in has to supply them food so they'll get, you know, so they'll keep, they'll thrive and keep going and even grow. Well, coconut milk does not feed dairy kefir grains. So 
they can't be used to ferment coconut milk indefinitely. They'll start declining and deteriorating because they're going to run out of foods. Now, you can have them go a couple batches. It's just that every few batches, you want to put them in regular milk to give them some food. Um, so do a, do a regular batch of dairy kefir with those grains, every few batches of coconut milk kefir. I don't have a magic formula for like do it three times and then one time and three times and one time. It really depends on the grains. It depends on the milk, the dairy milk that's feeding them, whether it can really get them, you know, a good oomph before they go back to coconut milk. So you got to play with it. Um, and I don't want this to seem scary. Just work it in because um, they, need, they need food if they're going to perform for you long term. And Barbara, you did mention you have a glut of dairy kefir grains. So it's possible that you could ferment a couple batches of coconut milk kefir and then put the grains in the compost or feed them to your chickens or whatever, put them in your dog bowl with your, for your, so your dog can eat them because they're really beneficial. So if you have so many and you can just you know, use them for other purposes and you're not going to run out, that's fine too. But for people who only have a finite amount of grains, make sure to give them regular food by occasional batches in dairy kefir. Thank you so much for the hearts, everyone. So I think I'm going to ask now who has made, okay, how do I do this? Give me a one if you've made coconut milk kefir. Give me a two if you've made um, regular dairy kefir. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you, Rustique, for sharing this. I appreciate that. So Megan has made regular dairy kefir. Great. Beck has done one and two. Stacy one and two. And a whole bunch of twos. Sev says two all the time. Good for you. Great. Great. Okay, so I'm going to look back at my notes because Barbara had a final question about would coconut water kefir made with milk kefir grains be as full of beneficial bacteria as a coconut water kefir made with starter powder. Which version is healthier? Okay. Um, first of all, Barbara, I'm just realizing there's something I didn't address here. You're talking about coconut water kefir and using milk kefir grains, and that is a combination I haven't addressed yet. And I haven't tried it, so I can't speak from experience. But you could try doing dairy kefir grains in coconut water. Okay, I've given you an example where we're using dairy kefir grains in coconut milk, but try it in coconut water as the water kefir I um, described earlier. Rustique, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so here's the thing. The starter is, sorry, the powder is so convenient because you just you know, put it into whatever you're fermenting and you never have to strain it out and you just use more every time. That is very convenient. And that's how I have a special yogurt culture I use do with that. It makes amazing yogurt and I just use a tiny bit of amount and I use it up every time. So um, you can definitely do that. You do have this glut of dairy kefir grains though. And in terms of which is more beneficial, the grains are healthier. They have more strains of beneficial yeasts and bacteria where the powder is a select group, a smaller pool of organisms. Um, so it's more convenient, but it's actually not as healthy. So if you are using your dairy kefir grains uh, that's just healthier. Plus, it's not consumable, so you're not purchasing powder. So it's the more frugal, healthy option. Um, but either is good. It's not like if you did the powder that you would be, um, you know, doing anything wrong because it's still good for you. Okay, so 
I have come to the end of talking about ways to make coconut kefir plus fermented coconut water. Do we have any questions? I have, I know I've been, I've been at this for a while, 25, 35 minutes. You guys have been great. Thank you. It's hard for me to talk uh, less. <laughs> I tend to talk more. Thank you for the hearts, everyone. Seb, what should I do with really sour month-old kefir? Okay. Um, well, if it has any spoilage at the top, you would want to skim that away. You're welcome, Vicki. Thank you for coming. So, Sev, you could use it sparingly in salad dressings. You would just want to combine it maybe with homemade mayo or sour cream. Stacy's saying add it to cornbread. Yep, that was going to be my second suggestion. But use it sparingly in blended things like salad dressings or smoothies. You might have to use it a little bit over, over um, a little at a time so that nothing you make is overpoweringly sour. And then as Stacy suggested, you can use it in cornbread. So if you have, um, or any bread recipe that has a soaking step um, that might call for acid or yogurt or buttermilk or whatever, you would use kefir. Um, you can use it in recipes, even if it's not a soaked recipe and you're okay with that, um, just in place of yogurt or buttermilk or sour cream. So just use it. I would just say do it a little at a time so it's not too strong, but it's definitely usable. And, and if you don't use it, if you have chickens or dog or whatever, they usually love it. Madge says, I heard coconut is hard on the grains and should be made with extra grains. Yeah, that could be true. I didn't have that experience myself. The, my, um, my, I use the same ratio, but if there's, there's so many uh, types of grains, and I don't mean varieties of grains. I mean, some people have stronger grains. Some people have thriving grains that are just growing rapidly. But if your grains are kind of static and they're not growing, that may be you need to use more um, rather than the right amount. Do more so that your ferment will succeed um, and you don't have a decline. Whoa, we're getting some new, new people. Welcome to you, E.B. Knight and the person who just joined previously. We're actually wrapping up. Um, We've been talking about how to, how to make coconut kefir. Stacy, can you kefir anything? <laughs> well, there's probably some things you can't kefir. One thing I love to kefir is cream. So if you don't have a sour cream culture, or you don't have buttermilk, you can actually use kefir grains and make your sour cream. So instead of um, fermenting your whole milk or your coconut milk, you combine your kefir grains with cream, whole cream, cream. And then when it's done fermenting, you pull out your grains and you have sour cream. And it's kind of like kefir cream. It makes lovely ice cream, by the way. Yes, Megan, it is lovely. <laughs> it actually makes fantastic ice cream to do kefir cream. Yep, give it a try, Vicki. Give it a try, Stacy. And thank you just so much for coming, everyone. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a blessing. You are a blessing. And I am going to close now. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. 
To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.